Welcome to the Staying Ageless Podcast, a show that will equip you with the major keys to achieve extraordinary longevity. This is your girl, Asosa E, also known as Raw Girl. I'm a certified nutrition specialist and behavioral coach. And today on the show, we will be talking about strengthening your core with Pilates. To get this longevity party started, I'm going to give you guys a few reasons why Pilates is an awesome exercise to incorporate no matter how you love to move your body. And later, we'll be chatting to our expert for today, Sonia Herbert. She's a Pilates instructor and founder of Black Girl Pilates and Melanin Brothers Pilates. I am so grateful to have each and every one of you tuning in to the show from all over the world. If today's show inspires you, I'm inviting you to go ahead and subscribe and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. It means the world to me to get feedback, so any reviews are much appreciated. And don't forget, share the love. All right, y'all. If you had to imagine what exercises someone with supernatural or superhuman strength would practice on a regular basis, what would you guess? Probably a lot of weight training, maybe some intense cardio, The truth of the matter is that if Superman or Wonder Woman or the Black Panther himself, T'Challa, were alive and flying through our skies, they probably would be doing Pilates on their off days because of its incredible ability to generate strength, prevent injuries, and encourage movement control. As we age, it's important to maintain our muscle mass and include strength training in our regimens to protect our bones and maintain a healthy weight. Pilates was created by German-born Joseph Pilates, who was a child who was incredibly sick. He struggled with rickets, asthma, rheumatic fever, and because of his sickly childhood, he developed this obsession and determination to strengthen his body and achieve superior health which led him to study and master a wide range of exercise disciplines until he finally created his own system. During World War II, he was able to use Pilates to rehabilitate bedridden soldiers. Even today, at many hospital rehabilitation centers, Pilates is used to help patients regain strength and recover. Later, Joseph Pilates opened up a studio in New York City and began to train some of the most renowned dancers in the New York City Ballet, who loved the exercise because it allowed them to build incredible strength and recover from injuries more quickly. Sometime after, Pilates made his way to Hollywood, and it's been a staple in our exercise culture ever since. Here's a few awesome reasons why you should give Pilates a try. First off, it's a complimentary full-body workout. No matter what you love to do, whether it be run, bike, swim, play organized sports, Integrating Pilates into your lifestyle will only enhance your performance in your other exercise disciplines. Pilates exercises train several muscle groups at once in smooth, continuous movements, but still allow your body to recuperate. These exercises are great for injury recovery and prevention, sports performance, good posture, and optimal health. Pilates also stabilizes and develops a strong core. If you are in need of a little tummy tuck, you may want to skip going under the knife and get on a mat. Pilates strengthen the core muscles and the abdomen like no other exercise, and in doing so, helps to improve your posture 
and leave you feeling longer, leaner, and even taller. In tandem with improving the strength of your core, by default, Pilates can strengthen your back and help you resolve lower back pain or issues. Another great thing about it is you can do it anywhere. One great thing about Pilates is how accessible it is and how cheap it is to start. You can take a class at your local gym or studio, or now in the era of COVID, just break out a mat in your home, pop in a DVD, or watch a routine on YouTube. As you know, if you follow my Instagram, I bought a Pilates reformer, and so I am on it almost every single day, and I love it. It was a dream come true. The other thing about Pilates is you're going to get guaranteed results. The great part about this tried and true system is that you don't really have to guess whether or not your body is going to change for the better. It will. All you have to do is commit to regular practice and you will begin to see positive changes in your body and feel shifts in your posture and alignment throughout your day. It's also a challenging mind-body workout. Just like yoga, Pilates requires the use of the breath during the exercises and thus helps to integrate mind and body and help you develop control over your movements. Doing the exercises gives support to the spine and creates space between each vertebrae, which makes you appear taller and allows you to move with more ease. The other great thing about Pilates is that similar to yoga, you can never get bored. There are always modifications to make exercises easier or more challenging, depending on your fitness level. If you want to ramp it up, you can try some of the equipment that is involved with Pilates, but honestly, mat is pretty difficult, (laughs) and just doing that with the proper alignment and proper posture, holding the poses, is going to give you a really challenging workout. All right, y'all. We are going to take a break, but when we get back, we are going to speak to our amazing guests. So stay tuned. Are you interested in living your best, healthiest life? I'm Asosa E, also known as The Raw Girl of TheRawGirl.com, and I'm a certified nutrition specialist and behavioral coach who specializes in helping you discover what exercise and diet is best for your body and get to the root cause and rebalance if you have a serious chronic condition. Clients who've worked with me have reversed diabetes, hypertension, balanced hormonally, gotten rid of acne for good, and lost hundreds of pounds. If you are interested in reaching your health goals with some support this year, visit therawgirl.com to sign up for a 20-minute call with yours truly. Until then, stay healthy and happy. Today's guest is Sonia R. Herbert. She's a classical Pilates rebel, writer, powerlifter, disruptor, activist, and the founder and creator of Black Girl Pilates, which is a platform that highlights and supports Black and Afro-Latina Pilates instructors. She's also the founder of Black Girl Fit and Well, a platform designed to curate health and wellness events, workshops, and conferences representative of Black women. In 2020, she co-founded Melanin Brothers of Pilates with seven Black male-identifying Pilates instructors to highlight Black men who teach or take Pilates. Sonia is committed to Black female representation within fitness and improving the health and wellness in the Black community through writing, speaking, and curating health and wellness events for Black women. 
All right. Sonia, thank you so much for joining me today. I'm really excited to have you on the show. Thank you for your invitation. I'm very excited about talking about Black Girl Pilates and Melman Brothers of Pilates and all the other wonderful things. <laughs> yes. I was so excited to find you online because I was like, oh my God, there's like no representation of Black people in Pilates. Yeah, I get that a lot. And then, um, you know, they find us and, you know, there there we are. But uh, we've been around since 2017. So it's about three years. Actually, this this month, uh, May 27th, will be our third year of being in existence, at least for Black Girl Pilates. So Melvin right. Brothers, Melvin Brothers, we just started in uh, January of this year. Okay. So, yeah, okay. they're pretty new. Mm-hmm. And how did you personally get into Pilates? So I started out um, with um, Cynthia Shipley, who is a Romana's Pilates uh, teacher trainer. Mm-hmm. She was also my daughter's ballet teacher from the age of six to 18. Um, so wow. my daughter was going to, she was taking dance classes at Harlem School of the Arts. And um, one of my close friends was also my daughter's modern teacher. And so he mm-hmm. mentioned to me about this class called Pilates. He's like, hey, you should, you know, you should come to the class. It's really great. And I was like, well, what is it about? He said, it's about the core. I was like, okay, well, you know, I guess I'll try it. And I mean, I've always been um, like a, a weightlifter. And I always thought I had, you know, well, I'm strong. It's fine. You know, no problem. So I go in the class with him and he's demonstrating. And I'm like, okay, I could do that stuff. You know, it's no problem. Girl, I got on the floor and got ready to do those exercises. And I was just like, this is the most ever. Like, what? And, uh, I'm very competitive, you know. And uh, so I'm just like, I'm going to finish this, you know, because, damn it. <laughs> I'm not going to be in here looking like the little bitch. I hope it's okay to curse. <laughs> so I will definitely, you know, back down. But, but you know, I was just like, no. Nah. But uh, <laughs> it did humble me. And, uh, you know, I went to my teacher and I said, so uh, how often do you teach these classes? <laughs> <laughs> and so I took my little black ass back on uh, to class <laughs> twice a week. And um, oh, wow. yeah. And, you know, what's amazing. And I didn't realize this probably until, I don't know, some years later, to be honest, that I, I started with a black woman. And with black people at a predominantly black um, art school, you know, unlike, you know, many of my other sisters and brothers, you know, a lot of them were introduced to Pilates by, you know, a white person. You know, I had the pleasure of not having that happen. (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. And I didn't really think about it until much, much later. Um, And so that was kind of the start of my Pilates journey. And, you know, after that, I. Um, not long after I was taking class with her, literally probably um, like the following year I started, cause I think I started with her in like 2006. And then the following year I decided to, to um, start my Pilates certification. So I got certified mm-hmm. to do mat in 2007. And then uh, I taught for a little bit just doing mat. And then from there, the following year I got certified to do everything, all the equipment mm-hmm. and, um, and the mat. And then, you know, the rest is history from there. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. What are some of the clear benefits um, that you personally experience from Pilates and that you see that some of your students may experience from doing Pilates regularly? 
Well, for me, I had uh, I had some imbalances and those imbalances came from, I think, a number of things. Number one, I had two C-sections and that's like a major Ooh. surgery. Right. Yeah. Uh, fortunately, six years apart. But, you know, that was that was part of it. That can possibly throw your pelvis off because you cut into the muscle and the ligaments and, yeah. and all that stuff. And although they sew you back up, I mean, you know, there's still some kind of imbalance, you know, in your core body, especially your pelvic floor. Um, I was also involved in uh, several uh, car accidents, which a lot of them were not. Well, all of them, mm. none of them were my fault. Um, and I yeah. think um, that. You know, that was also part of it. Um, so that, you know, the C-sections coupled with the car accidents, I think really kind of threw um, my body off. And so I had started seeing around the time that I, right before I started Pilates, I started seeing this chiropractor. And I don't usually like chiropractors, mm-hmm. but I think they're a little crazy. But this guy was great, holistic and everything. And I told him I was doing Pilates mm-hmm. and he was just like, keep doing Pilates and they keep coming to me twice a week and you'll see a difference. And he was right. And I started to mm-hmm. see my body uh, balance itself out. Right. So yeah. Pilates, Pilates is like corrective exercise. And I feel like this is just my opinion. I feel like Pilates is was literally like the first corrective exercise created Hmm. Um, because Hmm. even though it's about, you know, people talk about how it's about the core and stuff like that. And it is, but we're not talking about just your abdominal muscles. That's only part of your core body. Your core body is your torso front and back from your inner thighs and up and then your back from the top part of your back all the way down to your glutes and inner thighs. So that is your core. And so if you think about it, you know, if that part of your body is not strong and what I call that is more like your foundation, like your like the foundation of a house. Right. So if there's mm-hmm. a if there's a crack in the foundation, then the body doesn't move efficiently. It'll still mm-hmm. move. It just won't move efficiently. So, yeah. That is one of the major benefits to me of, of Pilates is that your body learns how to move efficiently and with control and with stabilization and with with strength. Right. So it's a different mm-hmm. type of strength than um, like I'm I'm also a power lifter and it's a different type of strength. But what Pilates brings to my power lifting is a connection to my core body. And I can mm-hmm. tell when my body is off, you know by how I'm squatting, which is most of the time while we're usually squatting in the mirror or we are uh, taping our squats or we're taping our bench press or we're taping our deadlifts. So you see all those things and your coach can see all of those imbalances and those things that they need to correct. And so with Pilates, it helps you connect into your core body so you can do those things correctly. You know, not only just to help you do those type of things better, you know, your sport or whatever exercise method that you do, but also to do your daily tasks, right? So Mm -hmm. we teach our clients how to pick up groceries properly without bending over, you know, rounding their back. How many people people do you know that have pulled something trying to pick up some groceries? I know so many people. (laughs) many many and you know it's just a matter of teaching people how to move properly you know yeah and uh the other benefit is also you know is posture and posture is important in everything yeah even in like my competition right so if i 
you know, if, if I hinge over and grab the bar to do my deadlift, right, I have to pull up straight, right? But I can't right. pull up bent over. So I've got to connect into my core body to get myself up. And I need to lift, yeah. I need to push through my legs. So that's all about posture, right? So if I'm all mm-hmm. bent over, I'm never going to get the bar up. And I'm never going to, I'm never going to get to a PR ever, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, so I'd say, you know, and there's so many other benefits, like, you know, learning how to breathe properly. Mm. There's flexibility uh, included in that. There's uh, mobility. And so there's so many things, so many benefits that you can get from Pilates. I mean, it's just it's a long list. But yeah. what I always what I always tell everyone, and I've said this in many podcast interviews, that Pilates will help you do everything right, but there's nothing that will help you do Pilates right ever. You have to mm. do Pilates itself, right? So everybody's like, oh, if you want mobility and you do mobility work, you maybe, you know, or if you want to work on flexibility, you know, you can kind of do some yoga or some other methodologies to help you with that and stuff like that. But Pilates will help you do all of that, you know? Right. Um, but you can't do yoga to help you do Pilates better. Pilates will help you do yoga way better. Uh, no, totally. Help, yeah, Pilates will help you do be a better power lifter. It'll help you be, you know, help you pick up your groceries, you know, without hurting yourself. It'll connect you to your body, and that's that's the connection that we're losing is the connection into our body, and not necessarily like in yoga, like we're trying to connect our spirits into our body. That's a totally different thing. But we're, but in Pilates, we're trying to connect our, our minds into our body to figure out how to move it efficiently. Like what's going on? What's not happening? You know, what's, why am I, why am not, not able to sit up straight or, you know, why am I not able to get my chest up, you know, when I, when I pull up, pull the deadlift up, or why am I not able to um, even use your legs, you know, in, in a bench press and for, for powerlifting, the bench press uh, setup is different. Um, so it's more power through the legs um, in the upper back uh, to press the bar up. But then you also have to use your your foundation, your core body to also push it up. So you can't just use your legs and your upper back and that's it. Right. So you got to bring in that foundation so the rest of your your house can do what it needs to do. The pipes can still, you know, the water still flows to the pipes without bursting. You know, the windows don't break, you know, all those kinds of things like that. The doors don't come off their hinges. So when the foundation is solid and strong and stable. Mm hmm. So those are it's so, so much to it. Yeah. So much. So much. Yeah. To it. So good. And I had a similar thing where. I had been through a series of car accidents and I, that's how I found Pilates. I started with Matt Pilates, which is harder than people. Like, I feel like Matt Pilates is harder than reformer, honestly. <laughs> it is. <clears throat> and to be honest, um, you know, it's interesting you should bring that up because one of the conversations that's been going on in my group um, and also outside the group is that a lot of our clients feel that, well, since I'm not on the equipment, like it's gonna, not going to be the same thing. No, it's going to be harder because you yep. don't have uh, you don't have the springs, you don't have the straps or the ropes or whatever, you know, to help you. And although it's a um, it is challenging, I'm not going to say it's not challenging on the equipment. Yeah. But it also gives you a little bit of help 
you know, so it then does. When you take all that stuff from the equipment to the mat, then you're like, oh, I remember what I did here. But now I'm on my own, you know? Yeah. So, but it's so much more difficult. Um, the mat is so much more difficult. And that's usually how most people are introduced. They're introduced by mat Pilates because it's just you and that's it. There's no, there's yeah. nothing out there helping you. Um, so it's, but yeah, it's, it's, um, you know, even my clients have just been like, you know, well, um, am I really going to get much out of it and all this kind of stuff? Absolutely you are. And when we, whenever we go back, you know, and I feel okay going back, you know, when, when you get on the equipment, you're going to have a, you're going to have a totally different, um, mindset and thought about the use of the equipment and, and how important it is to your mat work. Because if your mat work sucks, then that means that your equipment work needs to be bumped up a hell of a lot. That means somebody's not doing their job. I mean, based on my experience, I almost felt like I I wish I had started on the reformer Mm -hmm. and then done mat work. Because I feel like I could do mat work better now, now that Mm -hmm. I, I mean, I have a reformer and I'm on it every single day. Mm -hmm. And I feel like the reformer just helps me do so much that I can't do. Um, where is the best place for a beginner to start? Well, I mean, you know, I don't, I don't think that there's really a best place for, for, you know, I mean, again, most people start on the mat. That's just, that's the easiest introduction because it's easier for folks to jump into a class versus paying however many hundreds of dollars for a private, unless you have that kind of money, you know, yeah. You, you just can't. But I think you start wherever, um, wherever you can and wherever is affordable, wherever, uh, whatever works with your schedule. And as long as the yeah. teacher is knowledgeable of, you know, body types and injuries mm. and things like that, and it's going to help you learn the exercises um, and and teach you based upon the principles of Pilates and stuff like that. then I think that that's, that's all good. Now, you know, I mean, I'm not a huge fan of people, you know, just starting out doing reformer Pilates and just doing reformer Pilates because there's so, there's so many other pieces of equipment within Pilates that you can Mm. use for all different kinds of things. And that's just one. It's the most well-known one. And that's cool. Yeah. Um, but this is just this is just my opinion. Now I'm not going to say that that person is not getting anything at all just because they're doing reformer Pilates and they might do mat Pilates or whatever too. But there's just so much mm-hmm. there's so much more to what he has created, and it's not just the reformer. That just happens to be the most popular one besides you know doing mat work and stuff like that. But um, you know I really want to see. Um, you know, my beginner people really experience Pilates in its totality. Mm -hmm. Not just a reformer, but, you know, we have the Cadillac and we have uh, the chairs and yeah, or I've done all of it. And I think you're right. I think, I think it does kind of help to, because I think I started out with a mat class. Um, I think I can't remember if it was in college and I was just surprised at how my abs just like, my abs just really came in because mm-hmm. of that one, you know, the mat class. Mm-hmm. And then I, that stuck with me. And then later, um, after the car accident is when I started trying the reformer. And then when I was in South Africa, um, the only thing that they had was the Cadillac and they had, um, the chairs, the Cadillac and mat. Mm-hmm. So I think, I feel like I've had, 
the total experience. And that helps me understand what I'm also doing on my reformer. Mm -hmm. If that makes sense. Yeah, it does. Um, And, you know, here's the other thing too about um, equipment is that there's, there's, he has many pieces of equipment and not a lot of studios have all of those pieces of equipment. Now, do you Mm. need all of them? Not necessarily. Um, But in a uh, what we would call a classical studio, like for instance, I'll, I'll just use my the studio that I work for. Um, we have every we have just about everything he ever made. So we have the reformer, we have a Cadillac, we have um, the high chair which has a back and and uh, handles to the side. We have a a Wanda chair which is a lower chair with no handles or no back. We have the magic circles. We have a ladder barrel. We have a pedal. We have um, a neck stretcher. That's a whole other podcast. <laughs> we have um, a toe exerciser. We have a foot corrector. What else is there? Uh, we have a guillotine, which is rare that you see in studios because you have to have the space to be able to have one of those. The other thing I left out, we have a um, an armchair as well. Um, and then we have a spine corrector and a small barrel. So if you think about it, like that is his total system. Yeah. That's all of the things that he created. I might be missing one thing. I think there's another, there's something like actually for your fingers too. And oh, sorry, there's also a breathicizer too, which we do have. Um, so if you think about it, that's a lot of equipment, right? Um, and you can do so many, and there's so many exercises and things that you can do with all of those pieces of equipment. And so I've really, um, I put a poll in my group not too long ago to see how many of the women in my group had actually tried any of these specific pieces of equipment. Um, and, and there's, you know, there's, there's, everybody comes from different certifications. You have folks who teach contemporary, you have folks who teach classical. Most of the classical people, some have been on almost all the equipment or use that equip all that equipment in some capacity. The contemporary folks, unless they've had some some experience with classical equipment, all of it, some of them have and some of them didn't even know what it was. But I think that it's also key for folks to be able to experience that because that's part of that's part of the history of Pilates. And then what you do with Pilates after then, to me, you know, I think her name is Tamika Brown and I really love her. She's like a vegan uh, cook online. And she said her statement is like, that's your business. So, (laughs) and that's kind of how I feel. That's your business. If, um, you know, if, if you just want to, you know, if you just like reformer Pilates or bat Pilates or whatever, you know? Okay, cool. So how often can someone do Pilates or how often would you recommend someone do Pilates if they're just starting out? How often is, okay to do it if you're really into it if i remember correctly in joseph pilates return to life book he Mm -hmm. said you can do pilates every day pretty much Mm -hmm. because it's something that's gentle it's you know it's it's gentle enough on the joints and and the muscles that you could do it every day but you don't have to you know, I mean, there are people who do, you know, maybe you might, you know, you may not go to a class or you may not go to a private session or both or whatever, but, you know, you could, you could literally do it every day, you know, in your own practice, just like you could practice yoga every day, you know, 
and stuff like that. Mm. Like, of course, you know, as a powerlifter, like I wouldn't be powerlifting seven days a week because then there's no recovery time, you know, so that's different. But um, Pilates is almost like recovery and strength at the same time. So it's really, it's really cool stuff. So you could do it as often mm. as you want to, you know, and it's, you know, you can take it wherever you want, you know, you can be on vacation, you know, if you know, you know, some of your Pilates exercises, you can do that, you know? Mm-hmm. So you don't have to, okay. you know, no, no real, you know, no real uh, amount of days that you shouldn't. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, I do it almost every day. I do take some days off where, I, but I do it almost every day. So I agree with that. I kind of feel like it's, I don't know. It's almost like maintenance, like almost mm-hmm. like taking a shower. It's like, okay, let me get, let me get, let me correct myself. Cause it helps me sit properly and walk mm-hmm. properly and mm-hmm. not have bad posture throughout the day. So. Yeah, I hear you on that. Mm-hmm. So you can connect a little deeper into your core body, and those those core muscles help to lift you up and keep you up, and also it makes you more aware of what's going on with your body. So you kind of know when you're slouching, you kind of know when you're, you know, when you're sitting in a way that's going to be detrimental to you later on in the day or whatever, you know. So it brings about that awareness that you need for your life or whatever it is that you're doing throughout the day. So that's just how cool it is, you know? Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. And what are some resources you recommend for Pilates right now when everyone's kind of like stuck at home? Resources. Well, I would say um, I would recommend all of the women in, in my Black Girl Pilates group. <laughs> I do have, on, <laughs> if, you, if you go on Black Girl Pilates there is a highlight for online classes. And so you can go there and click on that highlight and you'll see a list of all the different um, women who teach Pilates online. And they're all great. I haven't taken everyone's class, but I know that they're fantastic teachers. I've taken some, some folks who are, you know, that I know specifically who are wonderful, but you know, there's, you can basically work with any black woman all over the world, which is great, you know, cause we got somebody in Denmark, we got somebody in Switzerland, we got some, we got two in Australia, we got some folks in Ghana and Nigeria, wow. you know, UK, of course, the US, Bahamas, you know, so I mean, we're everywhere. So, I mean, you can take a class with any wonderful black woman um, all over the world, including myself. So, um, just go again to the highlight and you can click on the highlight and you'll see all of the folks that's teaching online classes. And even, I think I may have, um, even some of our brothers, our melanin brothers of Pilates that are, that's on that list too. So you can take Pilates with black man too. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Yes. Love mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Um, where can people find you online? Okay, so there's two, well, there's actually three ways you can find me online. Personally, you can find me online at Commando Fitness Collective. Um, That's on Instagram, and I also have a page as well on Facebook. You can find Black Girl Pilates on Instagram at Black, like Mm -hmm. Black myself, (laughs) Girl, Mm -hmm. OS, and Pilates all one one word are all put together um, on Instagram. We also have a Facebook page as well. And you can find Melanin Brothers or Melanin Brothers of Pilates um, on Instagram as well. And they also have a page. Black Girl Pilates has two support groups, one for Black or Afro-Latina Pilates instructors and apprentices if they're in an apprentice program. There's an instructor support group 
on Facebook, which folks can join. And then we have a support group for black women who are interested in Pilates or maybe they do Pilates or they're looking for somebody who looks like them or they want to attend a class with people who look like them. So we have a support group of folks who identify as women. We have that support group on Facebook as well. And they're, we're probably almost at about 600 folks with them. And then with our instructor group, we're about just a little bit over 400. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. Thank you so much, Sonia. This has been awesome. I appreciate you. Yeah. Thank you so much for reaching out. I had a great time and hopefully folks will, will go and check us out. Time to take some questions from Instagram and email. Remember, if you would like to have your question answered on the show, all you got to do is send me a DM, slide up in my DMs, or respond to the call for questions on my profile at The Raw Girl, or contact me via my website, therawgirl.com. The question for today is from Shonda H. She says, the term carbs is usually very broad, but aren't whole grains good carbs? specifically when we eat them in their whole food state? Hi, Shonda. That's a really great question. Here's a little breakdown for you to understand carbohydrates. So dietary carbohydrates can be classified as glucose or other monosaccharides, but they're broken into two groups. We have the simple carbs, which are more of our refined sugars, our white breads, white flours, pastries. And these are composed of smaller molecules, and these can increase our blood sugar levels very rapidly. Then we also have complex carbs. That would be the whole grains, brown rice, etc. Those are composed of larger molecules that increase the blood sugar levels gradually with more time. So if we need to understand how a type of food is going to affect our blood sugar levels, we reference the glycemic index, which measures and assigns a value from 1, which is the slower increase, all the way up to 100, which is the fastest increase. And it does that for all foods. When we consume foods that are higher on the glycemic index or a diet high in the refined sugar or simple carbohydrates, this can lead to insulin resistance, hypoglycemia, diabetes, weight gain, and a whole, a whole bunch of blood sugar-related issues due to problems with insulin. However, if we're consuming foods that are lower on the glycemic index, our blood sugar levels are likely to remain more stable over time. We experience more satiety and less hunger from fiber-rich foods, and also may be less likely to consume calories in excess. Here's the kicker, where whole grains in particular, which you asked about, can become a not a health food. The issue is that we're figuring out these days that gluten is very inflammatory. It's one of the first things I have to take out if someone has an autoimmune condition. And it's not just people with celiac. There's a lot of people with gluten sensitivity that is not as severe as celiac, that still does harm to the body, causes leaky gut and other issues. So whole grain bread isn't always necessarily a health food. That's the part that's tricky. So you need to figure out what's going on with your body, how you feel when you're eating it, when you're not eating it, and then make a decision from there. I hope this helps you. All right, y'all, it is time to close out the show. Hopefully this show has informed you about Pilates if you've never considered it or inspired you to deepen your practice if you are someone who has tried it already. 
If you have back pain, a weak core, or you want to create more strength to support other exercises you love, I highly recommend you give it a try. The spine for Joseph Pilates was the key to physical and emotional well-being. Neutral spine alignment is everything. Pilates develops the deep muscles of the back and abdomen to support your spine and focuses in on breathing to promote better posture. In his own words, a man is as young as his spinal column. If your spine is stiff at 30, Joseph Pilates once said, you are old. If it's flexible at 60, you are young. I hope you all make some time to do something daily to show your spine a little tender loving care. Well, that's all for today, sis. If you are looking for more health tips or have a question for the show, find me on Instagram at The Raw Girl. You can also find me and contact me through my website, therawgirl.com. For more information on the show, check out our website, stayingagelessshow.com.